Welcome to My Music Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with Michigan musicians and we pick their brains on an excessive amount of music topics. I'm one of your hosts, KJ. I'm your other host, Scott. All right. Today, I like that, I like you that like excessive. excessive? That's good. You know, yeah. I think you're coming back to home of like words that are actually used I, yeah. often in a day-to-day language. Yeah, surfeit, cornucopia. Yeah. Anyways. I use those in my everyday to day language. What are you talking about? Let's get about? our guest in here. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm excited today because today with us, we have a talented songwriter, we have a talented pianist, and we have a gifted songwriter. I'm talking about none other than Olivia Vargas in the house with us today. Very excited What's up, about Olivia? this. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Took a chance, no guy couldn't break your fall. Took a chance, no guy wasn't ready at all. Yes, I think that's very true. Um, I, I definitely like would emphasize the great songwriting, for uh-huh. sure, amongst the other things. But yeah, that's the thing I like definitely. You know, there's a lot of fantastic singers, but it's another thing to put the voice to a great, you know, something that'll grab you. You know, in terms yeah. of the songwriting, so it's hard. It's hard, Olivia. I want to jump in. I mean, we're, we're giving you your kudos on your songwriting, right? So right, I, right. I guess we should focus on like the song that we really enjoy. Scott, by the way, can you hear me? Should I should I no, adjust you look, this? You sound I, good. I sound good. Okay. So what I wanted to talk to you about, and one of the songs that like really touched me, where I had to like listen to it a couple times, was the letter. The thing that I got to ask you now, because it's just like a very vulnerable song to me, you know, and just going deep. Do you write like autobiographical? Like, is that something you went through or is this kind of like? Yes, <laughs> it is something <laughs> I went through. Okay. Um, I will say that I try really hard to uh, branch out a little bit uh, with more than just stuff I've been through. Um, I try to also put some sort of like outer experience in it too right. just so that it's not all my secrets but um it's mostly it's mostly all my no, secrets. that's that's cool i respect that because i mean me as a songwriter i feel like i'm kind of scared and shelled to do that so like i i, I soak all my stuff in metaphors there's mm. things that people don't understand even though they might mean something to me so when somebody could just like you're quoting this letter and reading what you wrote in it and i'm like oh gosh i feel like i'm i'm in your world but yeah. also i feel like i shouldn't be allowed to yeah. be in here i mean this. i like just the fact that you even like name drop yourself which you know i guess if somebody didn't know know you necessarily but it's a solo album so they're gonna know it's it's your music mm-hmm. i think that just like makes that connection even more yeah you know rich yeah for yeah. sure I, i'm all about the, the vulnerability uh but definitely um i feel sometimes like my my ex-boyfriends hate me <laughs> <laughs> and maybe i so i didn't read the lyrics to this song i you know i've listened to it a few times is there like a twist at the end yes okay yeah. yes so the the premise was i'll, I'll just give you a little okay yeah, please do <laughs> okay so i had this idea that i wanted to write a song that sounded like a love song 
And then um, you went through the whole entire thing and you can't figure out like, wait, are they together? Are okay. they not? Like, what is mm. the point of this letter? What is he trying to express? And then at the very end, you find out that um, this this person left me. And, um, but like, so the, the point was I wanted to write a love song that ended up the whole entire last line changes the meaning of the song. Right. Um, and so then I didn't know what I was going to write it about. And then I literally, as I say in the song, I was cleaning and mm-hmm. I found a letter <laughs> from a person <laughs> and I just, um, I was like, this is it. That's what I need to do it for now. Um, and so I sat down and I wrote the song and like, five minutes (laughs) isn't that so great i think we talked about this last week with with the last guest of just like sometimes with music shit just seems like it was meant to happen it's just Mm -hmm. like wow didn't don't know where that came from or don't know where this letter came from but now i'm writing a song about it you know Mm -hmm. i think the thing that like connect i mean we all have that like maybe box of letters from our our past you know do you oh i do (laughs) (laughs) you know um, I, I don't know. It'd be cool to ask uh, the youngs, like, do do people still write Kids letters? Kids don't write letters? Yeah, no, what, do they, like, what do they do? Screenshot text and my, put them it. on their high dri- hard drive? I looked through my text chain. Yeah, yeah. it's like... I got a I got a DM from you. Yeah, I got a DM. Which, that is what's in all the songs now. I'm old fashioned. Yeah. Oh yeah. Letter. I think that's that's so cool though. I think it you know it's got yeah. a timeless kind of quality to it. Yeah, I think I heard Bruno Mars. I can't remember what song it was. Like 2015 or 16, he dropped a song. Was it a Whatever. Either way, I heard him say DM like DM in a song, and I was like, this feels weird. Like, yeah. is this gonna become the the context now? But it is. It right. is the context yeah. now. It's the same thing with movies. When somebody has like a flip phone, it just like dates that movie. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't put technology no. in the, the movie, or, or else it's not gonna last. <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. You know, rather than diving, I, I, we did want to dive into that one song. Cage and I yeah, were texting I just, yeah, each other back and forth about like, yeah. that one's hitting hard. Yeah, um, give us a little bit of, like a background of yourself and and what you've been doing musically. Sure. So. I grew up in Canton, Michigan. I moved over here to uh, go to college at Aquinas. And while I was at Aquinas, I met all my band members. Oh, okay. Um, And we were all in the music department together in one way or another. And um, uh, (laughs) I just forced them all into my senior recital and then it turned into a band. (laughs) You will be in my band. (laughs) I I was like, please (laughs) stay. And um, so, but I also, um, while I was in college, I was in another band called Conrad Shock and the Noise. Oh, you were in that band? Yeah, I was the keyboard player in that. Still am. are you guys still active a lot around? I feel like John's doing his culture. Yeah, he's got his thing. thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing. We'll see. (laughs) But um, so... I, I met a lot of um, local musicians because of uh, the noise, and then um, after college, I decided I wanted to like do my uh, band more seriously. So um, we started expanding with August, um, and then in this past year over COVID, I uh, decided to just go for it and do my own solo uh, stuff for a bit because why not? I yeah. had the time, I had the songs. Right. Um, and yeah, now I just, um, I'm, I kind of do anything and everything in music. I'm a piano and voice teacher, uh, privately. And then I, I <laughs> work at churches. I those voice lessons myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. Yeah. Scott's like, yes, you do. We'll link up afterwards. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll talk afterwards. Nice. 
but yeah, and then uh, work at churches and then just try to keep doing this whole music thing, mm-hmm. you know, in any yeah. way I can. So, no, such a grind, you know, mm-hmm. with, with music. It's just like, it's really something I feel like you you seriously have to do it if you love it especially like i feel like uh like no disrespect to us but on the level like we're on or whatever it's like you, you got to be doing it because you love it you know yeah, yeah for sure yeah i'm curious to hear from you um the differences that you sort of see in your solo work versus the work that you've done with august yeah there's other than like obviously like yeah. the musical qualities kind of where it's coming from the mm-hmm. yeah so uh, I guess I'll I'll start with when I first started with August, I would bring them my fully written song and we would, you know, I tried to fit my band into that song. And I just noticed them not really enjoying the songs very much. And they also, we were coming into creative ruts because it was the same things over and over again because I can only creatively come up with so many things. Um, and I'm not meant to write for other instrumentalists. You yeah. know, I write for myself. And so August has kind of taken on a very, like, I'm bare bones bringing the song to them. And I have to completely detach myself from the song um, and let them have their part in in creating it. Versus there are songs that I don't feel comfortable doing that with, like The Letter. This Um, is like, this is going to be a solo project song. (laughs) I I won't share those because I I know that, A, they don't, they're not going to work instrumentally. Right. Um, with the other band members, but B, they're just like special, (laughs) really special songs to me. And I don't want to share that because it just feels a little too raw. Um, And so those songs are the ones that I tend to keep for myself. And yeah, they're they're the ones that ended up on that EP. I have more, but... A little at a time. You don't want to give it... With time, with time. Those are are the ones that felt good. When you were doing this um, recent EP of solo work, was there any consideration of um was it always meant to be a piano yeah i was gonna say it's just piano only right right okay um so we messed around with like maybe adding other instruments but at the end of the day i was like if i'm gonna make this like a solo ep i'm gonna make it as intimate as possible it feels that way because of that and so and my favorite thing in the world is harmony and mm-hmm. so I, um, I was like, I'm going to have the harmonies be the instruments. Um, I'm going to make string sections out of my voice. <laughs> nice. I, I noticed it, that. I mean, yeah. yeah. I was just mm-hmm. going to bring that. It comes off 100% that yep. way. I'm like, hmm, she knows about <laughs> yeah. harmonies. It's, like, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. When I heard the harmonies, I was like, okay, she, she knows music. Like, she studied music <laughs> yeah. and did something. Good. You know? I'm glad yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it sounded, it sounded amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, so because it's so, like, you know, sparse in terms of its instrumentation, I would definitely start picking up on some of the, re- the like, recording quality of the piano. Mm-hmm. The song that comes after the letter, it sounds like the piano's recorded slightly different. It's got oh, sort of a vintage yes. kind of quality I, I really connected to a lot. Because it just keeps the ear excited. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, which I have to give props to Bailey Budnick, my drummer in August, is also the person who does all the recording and production for both August and Did my Did a great Solisa. job. Yeah. It's a great. Shout out to awesome. Bailey. Yeah. Um, 
So I told Bailey I wanted the song that we're referring to is What Would It Feel Like? And uh, um, yes, yes. I told him I want this one to kind of sound uh, like not a toy piano, but I want it to sound imperfect. Purposely, because the song is about struggles with being imperfect. Um, so I really wanted it to have this kind of like, you're going a little bit crazy um, <laughs> uh, sound to the piano. And so we, we recorded the piano on this like beautiful grand piano. Um, but we specifically for that one took the worst mic we could find and held it to the very worst spot oh, on wow. the piano That's awesome. <laughs> and recorded the piano and then like, you know, just did, I don't know what Bailey did, but he made it sound bad <laughs> on <laughs> purpose. Bad, yeah, but yeah. good at it's, the same no, time. It served its purpose. It served its purpose. It's like placed within the EP at a great time where it just like perks you back up. For at sure. least I noticed that completely. So very yeah. cool. Good. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Well, Olivia, we could keep sitting here praising you. You got one more. I this so far. Right, one no, more go for it. You, just, you know what? Blow our ego up. Go for it. No, I'll just Let's, give you one more. I mean, so the EP ends. I'm like, wait, it's over? I definitely, mm-hmm. did, I like, I definitely did feel like that. It's five songs, right? It is five songs. And then that last song, yeah, I, I just feel like there was going to be something natural. And then uh, I was listening on Bandcamp, so it just stopped in the Bandcamp app. And I was like sitting like thinking maybe there's gonna be more and it just stopped yeah i feel yeah. the same exact way i think that's all i'm saying i guess yeah it doesn't hopefully it doesn't come off as a cut it's uh, you know no. i think that's no. just like that's good i think it's good i just you like you want more. more you know like yeah. something about the trajectory of the way you put the songs and you know the way they were going like it just it just feels like there's gonna be one more or something mm-hmm. so and i think like, it's great 100 percent honesty like like solo piano like is not exactly like my wheelhouse and i texted that to kj but then i like went through the album like a bunch of times i'm like okay it's grown out of me 100 percent um so i think there's you know it goes back to what i said earlier about the songwriting i think if it's there it connects no matter what um your listeners sort of preferences are yeah i mean i was talking about somebody with music recently and i think that's the great thing about music is like if you don't like a certain type of genre or a certain type of thing like that's okay but if you actively listen sometimes if you actively listen like yeah. if, you, if you don't like that genre but if you listen to the lyrics you listen to what they're trying to convey sometimes it just hits you in a mm-hmm. different way you know mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times if people don't like a genre or don't like a certain thing they just kind of keep it on in the background and go well, i don't really like this and it's like well did you put headphones on yeah. did you like listen to the lyrics did you get a chance did you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah music music is crazy like yeah. that where even if you feel like oh i, I wouldn't like this you listen to it sometimes deeply and you're like oh wow i I really connect with this in a way i didn't think i would and sometimes it takes like you know 20 lessons and then you're like i just always have that song stuck in my head and you really hated it the first 10 times but then you're like now i can't stop singing i do that with whole albums yeah me too (laughs) me too what's this is this is a bonus question can you guys think of an album that you've absolutely hated and then came around to like loving it later on okay i think it's not the whole album but okay, I I really disliked you know Olivia Rodrigo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like you Driver's know license. number one yeah. hit, right? Suck like <laughs> uh, she's so poppy like uh, she's mainstream. 
three weeks later, street lights. Screaming it in my car at like seven in the morning on the way to work, just like really, I really enjoy it now. <laughs> just because I can't think of anything better, but I definitely remember it, um, when Pinkerton came out mm. after the Blue Album. I really didn't like it. This is beginning to hurt. This is beginning to be serious. Um, I think liked nobody it. liked it, so that's why I was like, <laughs> I don't know if it's worth bringing up. But I mean, obviously, it's like found its place in, in mm-hmm. music history for sure. It just was such a departure. It was the same thing with uh, In Utero um, mm, with Nirvana. Yeah, yeah you know? with Nirvana. Yeah, man, Pinkerton is like a classic album for everybody where it's right. just like, I don't know what it was. I was the same way. Like, I mean, obviously I was younger when the album came out. Um, I just think the Blue Album like imprinted itself on the culture so heavily it's sonic qualities it's just like they we went talked about, the i mean when you have like buddy holly my name is john i mean yeah. that whole album i mean like yeah to try and follow that up was tough but yeah. i think like after people sat with it it was like okay this isn't the blue album but it's still good mm-hmm. you know i probably have many others i just can't think of it on top yeah of it, so um for me uh i think tyler the creator igor was mm-hmm. like uh it was just like it comes on with this harsh uh like e flat where it's just like <laughs> it literally is that where i'm supposed to put the clip in uh, yeah maybe okay. put the clip in yeah put that <laughs> put that right in there so you so it matches up but yeah it was just kind of one of those things where it was very jarring where you're just like what is this and especially like I, which i shouldn't expect this because me and scott talked about this recently where it's just like i'm kind of coming in expecting a hip-hop album and i'm just getting like you know mm-hmm. just throwing up throwing loops left and right which is what makes me love it now obviously but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. really cool. threw me off do you want to get into the topic should, we should get into the topics yeah that was a little we that can, was a little appetizer we, can, like was we appetizer. can circle back around to other things because i have other things i want to ask about but yeah for I'm sure. sure it'll come naturally i'm sure you'll drop them in so the first thing we want to uh discuss with you and i don't even know if we need to give more context but just like what are your musical sweet spots? So when you're listening to that song, you're just like, oh, gosh, that's getting me. Either in a good way, bad way, whatever the case may be. What are those music sweet spots that just... Particularly like, if it's a song that you've never heard before. It's like you just, you can tell right away it's going to, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm probably going to like this. Yeah. I think it's it's dependent on two things. Um, one, lyrics. We talked about this before. If the lyrics are specifically, you probably know this from you know the way that i write but i love really direct song lyrics if you can tell like a super painfully direct story and it sounds like you're talking but it's you're singing uh i love that that to me that's like really crafty um is there anything off the top of your head that uh, you can reference i could put a track in right here lizzie mcalpine is the genius of this i don't know if you know who she is uh-uh. not familiar okay let there be light there's a song called let there be light and i really like that one cool my brain feels heavy like too much tv it's weighing on me like a pound of concrete i know he wants me and that makes me happy so why do i feel so weird it's foggy in my head like clouds in a storm She's younger than me. It makes me frustrated. Um, she, <laughs> Just wait till you get a little Just wait bit till you get an R.A. So lyrics, if they're really direct and well written, and then tone. If if a singer has like a beautiful tone, recently I've been into like this kind of like breathy tone, not like 
I mean, Billie Eilish. I was gonna say Billie Eilish. Is... Wish I could explain it better. I wish it wasn't true. Give me a day. It isn't. It's like a trend right now, but there's like Victoria Canal or Annika Bennett. Like these are all singer songwriters who have just this insane control over their voice they're not singing loud Mm -mm. they're not singing crazy um big ranges but the amount of control that you need to be able to sing perfectly pitched at that soft of a volume is insane Mm, and so tone and and lyrics really get me at least right now i think i go through phases but right now that's it no, that's fair. I've been listening to a bunch of uh, Aretha Franklin, and mm. I'm just like, yeah, when you talk about tone, it's oh, just yeah. like. Before the day I met you, life was so unkind. And you're the key to my peace of mind. Because you make me feel. You make me feel. With the singer, like every song I listen to, like I feel like she's just building it up and it's all because of her tone and how she sings and how she could control it. It's almost like she's controlling the song, like she's playing games mm-hmm. with her tone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I totally agree with that. I brought him up a few episodes ago, Sufjan Stevens. It sounds oh, yeah. like he's mm-hmm. sort of crying through half of Carrie and Lowell. I mean, yeah. it's about his parents, oh, right? Gosh. But like, it's so intimate in the way that he's uh, presenting his vocal takes. So can we pretend sweetly before the mystery ends? It's yeah, kind of arresting in that way. Yeah. Side comment: I got something from Amazon today, and Billie Eilish was like plastered on the side of the box. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah, girl, you just yeah. she making waves. I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, she what did, was she? What did I see that she was doing recently? Well, I mean, she I just think, put out a new album. I was gonna say a new yeah. album just dropped, so yeah. I think she's probably just doing everything, doing the, the, the whole run. The Gen Xers uh, are like the fandom has been yeah, what, plastering her stuff onto. I could just keep seeing it on my social media. Yeah. What's your What's your take on Billie Eilish? Just, just so out of curiosity. another one where I was like, I absolutely hate her (laughs) like i just was not into her like i think i saw an interview of her and i just didn't like her personality same same she's so rude she's so like like she's just trying to be depressed all like uh, like like, and don't give me this this might be the wrong way but i feel like she's trying to do it to create this whole persona but so i was not into that it was her hot ones i don't know if you've seen yeah 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 unimpressed and then I was like, and anybody can whisper, okay? I can whisper it, and like, how come <laughs> my songs aren't like so famous? Um, but then I started listening to her songs more, and I was like, oh, okay, you know that's hard. Yeah, that's hard to sing that. Okay, that's some pretty good production. The productions, yeah, it's really the good. production is crazy. Um, and then like I watched like the the story of like how they started making music and i was like oh that's pretty cool and then um like i've seen them like do their live performances and i was like okay like they're they're legit yeah yeah. i think the story of phineas and billy is more fascinating than music actually and it i mean they inspire me a ton you know like i just see like phineas just using garage band making some shit and now they're just like they blew up it's crazy (laughs) like it's not like i 
choose to listen to like it's not still maybe my type of stuff but i i respect them more now, no for sure, for sure for sure yeah i think that's i think that's what it is i think that's what it kind of comes down to with a lot of people who you may not be into like like billy eilish who are mm-hmm. just kind of blown over it's like you got to respect it mm-hmm. you know and I, you can't help but to respect it i listened to recently again because of podcast i listen to but uh there was uh they did a song for 007 like the james bond yeah you were never on my side Fool me once, fool me twice Are you dead the paradise? Now you never see me cry There's just no time to die It was amazing. I was actually taken back by that a little bit. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a certain amount of charisma and unique quality of her voice um match with just fantastic production so i I can see why it's going over so Mm -hmm. well yeah and i guess she's like once again bringing it back not to whatever it's ageist but to the gen x she is the epitome of like their style right now and like their attitudes and their like just the vibe that they they do, I get why that she's like the icon I, of that. Yeah. I'm sort of expecting when I start classes in a few weeks, it's gonna be a Just bunch a of bunch kids of long, <laughs> long baggy shirts, dirty white sneakers, dirty white sneakers. Although maybe that's like old Billie Eilish now. Yeah, she's, she's like a kind of changed now. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's revamped herself. She has so. she has some troubles going on there mm-hmm. for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. I think that is still like a a fashion trend, right? I, we, this is not a fashion podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> you start ripping on Gen Xers fashion. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, anything else other than tone or, or lyric that is like a music sweet spot for you? Well, those are my like go tos, but um, I I guess I also just like it doesn't a tone can can be outside of the voice too. You know, like I love good guitar tone. Due to my friends, I've gotten really into like more jazz guitar players um that like fusion jazz i guess uh you would call them i'm not too sure what it's called <laughs> but um that just can do incredible things and uh it has nothing of the the qualities that i normally look for but it's right. just because their their melodies are so well thought out and the tone of the guitar is just like I don't know how to explain juicy, it. Juicy's juicy. That's a good juicy. description. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I love something that uh, makes me think, but also at the same time doesn't feel forced. You know, mm, yeah. I love I love any music that's like that. Scott, can you throw in a clip of uh, John Schofield? I will go or anything. Do it. When she's mentioning guitar tone yeah. and oh, just being is, unique, yeah. like that album just... I think of him like George Benson as well. George yes, Benson, yeah. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me... Okay, so this thing, before you walked up, I was going to bring up to KJ. I'm like, I'm going to be in way left field when I bring this up, but <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Do you have any interest in like, I don't know the, the terminology, like sh- like show tune, like Broadway? <laughs> um, when I was listening to some of your songs, I had to immediately go to... Uh, 
tracks off the Hamilton soundtrack. With, with Philippa Sue, I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a sort of cadence in the way that you sing in some of your your piano work that has, for me at least, has a. It just like connected to me. You know, you're listening yeah, to music. No, you're yeah, like, oh, this sure. makes me think of wanting to listen to that too. Right. You know? and so maybe it's just me, but no, I love musical theater. I that's probably better than show tunes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah music, show tunes. Musical Thank theater you. is. Uh, I knew we needed somebody that studied <laughs> music go. in this house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I've actually I never was in an actual musical, but I my roommates in college were into musical theater and then like halfway through my college experience I had been studying classical voice mm-hmm. and then I was like I I want to sing contemporary so badly, so my only option basically was to sing musical theater, so I got really into doing that and <laughs> that's i mean having a daughter it's like you have you you're pretty much tied to listening to moana <laughs> and oh, frozen and, and like on the moana soundtrack which i'm a big fan of um whoever i don't, I don't know who did all the the voicing of moana's mm-hmm. you know singing voice um but at the end of the album they do like a redo of i'm trying to think of the main song off of it yeah yeah but it's somebody singing in a more like um, modern style, which mm-hmm. is completely different than like what you you mm-hmm. call it the classical style or something like with uh, musical theater. Like, yeah, it'd just be the original composition because the way it's that it's less Lin-Man jazzy. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. See the line with the sky to see it calls me, and no one knows how far it goes. Every turn I take. Um, and that's what I kind of got in your voice. I think there is that sort of like classical sound. Yeah. I, I definitely like when I say classical, I mean like I studied like, um, like arias <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, musical theater is, is considered contemporary still, but it's just like a different, the, contemporary is such a broad term. Right, right. So like singing pop is different than singing contemporary but a lot of times that's what i was trying to get at pop versus contemporary yeah Yeah. yeah. so i definitely i like in i love all contemporary music that's like my my jam so whether it's jazz or like musical theater or pop i I like all that stuff but i definitely i i have listened to a lot specifically over covid have listened to a lot of musical theater it's like my coping mechanism (laughs) so um it makes sense as to maybe why it comes out in my stuff it's good i mean for me it just made a lot of like cool neurological connections to other things that i've 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 connected Mm to yeah the other person i was thinking about was uh rachel price from lake street dive oh 100 percent. yeah Yeah, i I was like oh i could see like maybe she's into that Yeah, yeah yeah which that's like the highest compliment um <laughs> and like similar like vocal qualities as well awesome sure. that yeah. just makes my life I'll okay you know <laughs> yeah. she's got the warmest richest like yeah most beautiful voice i could 
Uh, the new Lake Street Dive album, I binged like. I need to go there too. Yeah. 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 Like so much that um, my friends got annoyed with me. Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite track on there? I think my favorite one, I have two. It's either Know That I Know or Nobody's Stopping You Now. That mm, one's so mm-hmm. good. Nobody's Stopping Us Now. Yeah, cool. that's a good one too. We'll put a track in. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's Stopping You I Scott. feel like I just I derailed us, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to get those two thoughts out of uh, my mind because I wrote them down as I was listening to your music. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to get your thoughts, Scott, on, on your musical sweet spots and see if yeah. Olivia aligns with any of those. Um, for me, I think the, like I wrote down a bunch of things, but like any music that is like percussive in nature, mm-hmm. I connect to immediately. Um, I just we have a a couple of our friends have like a text thread where we just kind of bounce music to each other and I just put a, a can song to everybody. Mm, yep. It's the the drums are sort of very like kind of leading the whole track along in this very percussive way. Um, so it goes from something like that, like which is like progressive avant garde. I don't know post jazz rock something fusion but then also um i'm big into like uh doom metal which is very progressive so you must like metal if you like (laughs) percussive yeah yeah so like a band like paul bear in there um big fan of like primus um which is obviously very percussive in nature so for me that's like if it's got that it's gonna grab me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting what about you kj um for me i mean there's there's a lot of things i mean personally i really like horns like i like horn stab like when the songs could just add those like horn stabs in there to add to it it feels Mm -hmm. so good uh, there's a new song by um, Sam Evian. It's called Easy to Love. Um, but those horns just come like like just instantly. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just in like a there. horn section. Yeah, it's like trumpet, saxophone, probably trombone yeah. or something like that. But yeah, especially when they have that. Um, I would say, too, I feel like, man, like, I, I mean, I know this is like kind of cheesy, but man, if I'm in a song and somebody just takes that high note or either they're building to that high mm-hmm. note once they get there, I'm thinking specifically like a like a mini Ripperton, you know, like like loving you when she goes that mm-hmm. like it's just like you, I'm in the song, like whatever else you do, I'm locked in. You know what I mean? I don't care what else. I'm sticking around Making for this. You know? love with you is all. Like so, a vocal, yeah. that's like a vocal performance kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a vocal performance, man, when somebody could just kind of do that that build up. And then um, you talked about can too. And I think too, when um, like uh, like vocals kind of have this, um, I don't know, like weird things, but they sound cool. I'm thinking of uh, what's the song? It's called Sing Swan Song. And he's just like, this. 
Like it just sounds so cool to me. I don't even know what lyrics he's saying. He's just jumping around with like the rhythm sing, of the yeah, song. Yeah, he's just jump. Yeah, so when you could jump around for those rhythms, like when you could do cool stuff like that mm-hmm. vocally or even instrumentally, like it, it just it perks my ear up automatically to be like, I don't, I don't care what you do. I'm sticking around to see what else is happening. Mm-hmm. Let me quickly just quiz you because one song that you and I have a connection to is uh, "Right Down the Line," and you're oh, like, yeah, that song just melts me like butter. <laughs> so. That's obviously like what in your wheel. Is wheel-. it about right down the line? Is that what you're going to ask me? I just did I, did I talk about this last week? No, or, we were talking about it. Maybe it's not like in your wheelhouse. It's just like a song that melts you. Yeah. And no, I want to go to a I, song that melts you. Yeah. I think another thing, you know, just thinking about tone and thinking about that song specifically, I, I think it's a lap still to the... Lap still will do it. Um, yeah, like Lap still will do it for me. I think I've also talked in this podcast about like Faye Webster, man. Like I love Faye Webster, man. Like she just same thing like that Jerry Rafferty. Like she just melts me. So I feel like it's definitely the the uh, the 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 still the Lap still guitar that will also do it for me. Just like something about that that quality or like it, it feels dreamy almost. You're just like kinda. melt into a, like a chair listening to it. Yeah, yeah, for real. Where it's just like, yeah, like something about the, the tone and the quality of that instrument will just uh, make me sit and like pay attention to what else is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia, do you have like a melt and just like just kills you? Um, Like a song that does that to yeah. me? Yeah. I, I think it's... um. I can't make you love me by Bonnie Raitt. I can't make you love me if you don't. You can't make your heart feel something it won't. Okay, yeah. That's We've like talked about kinda, Bonnie Raitt. That's the same vibe. I love Bonnie Raitt. Probably similar uh, year, maybe. Yep. I literally her CD is in my car and it's been in my car for months at this point because anytime that the third track comes around I get so excited because that's I can't make you love me and without a doubt no matter what I'm doing I will I will just start singing along and like <laughs> pretending I'm in a movie and like maybe start crying I think it's the best song ever written what is it with Bonnie Ray? I don't so it's funny because uh, I think you were just over at my house or whatever and I had a playlist that I made and uh, Bonnie Ray came on you're like oh you like Bonnie Ray?" and I was like yeah you know and you were like oh I grew up on her like my mom listened to her and so yeah. we, we've just been talking about her a lot lately but something about her music is just I think, it's great well, you, you said your mom listened to her. Like, Scott's mom listened to okay, her. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. My mom listened to her. And I feel like maybe it's because of the nostalgia of like... Definitely. Just pop, growing yeah, up yeah. on... Like, because, I don't know, that and like Carol King. Um, oh, yeah. Like, That's those were the favorite. things that like... Was it Tapestry? Yeah. Tapestry yeah. is so my yeah. favorite. Classic. Yeah. yeah. One more song about Those were the ones that, like, you know, if it just has a good feeling to it because I grew up listening to it, so it feels extra emotional for some weird reason. I see, I didn't grow up on any of that, so I feel like it's just like it's that good, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. that's good. That's good. Uh, uh, Joni Mitchell too is like another mm-hmm. one of my favorites who I was listening on on the way here, and uh, man, I mean, I could go on and on about Joni, man, but I, I don't like. Yeah, you talk about music sweet spots. I mean, I feel like any song you throw in by Joni is yeah. like a music sweet spot for me. <laughs> 
go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone it tastes paradise but yeah man i mean i'm not even gonna go down the Joni mitchell train because i'll be talking about her all day so let's just jump into our our second topic are you cool with that yep if we go there mm-hmm. okay so scott we talked about this one and i kind of want to make it like a twofold topic so what is your preferred way to listen to music and why and then on top of like, what's your preferred way to listen to music? What's your preferred listening space as well for music? Like, are you what listening you with speakers? Okay. Are you listening with headphones? Are you listening Bluetooth? Are you listening to auxiliary? Like, what's the best way for you where you're like, I'm going to experience my music best in this way? Okay, so I get a lot of crap because I never invest in good speakers. Um <laughs> I was so, gonna say, you better not just say my phone. Whenever people listen to the music on their phone, I'm I like looking at it like. So, uh, so I was just you listening put in like to it a on cup, my phone. It's like an amplifier. Yeah, put it in a yeah. cup. I'm like, turn that shit off. Get out of here. I got a speaker but, somewhere for you. Yeah, so I get made fun of a lot because I do that around my house a lot. But when I really want to listen to an album, I get really into it. And my job requires me to to drive a ton, so I will listen full volume in my nice car speakers and that's that's my favorite thing and then now luckily i live with someone with nice speakers so i just <laughs> when i really need to listen to something i use theirs but yeah i, I definitely uh car is the best i mean it is the me. truth like if you are mixing an album working on an album like you gotta go give it the car run oh yeah everybody before can we, call yeah, it. yeah you gotta do the do. car test yeah yeah we do we like we multiple cars if you have it. Multiple different rooms, multiple different cars. Everyone gets something different. But yeah, yeah that's my... I'll drive to work and I'll listen to the album. It sounds narcissistic, but I'll listen to my own album on repeat for no, like an no, entire you got hour. To. Yeah, yeah. Because like I'm nitpicking every single yep. thing. Um, and like trying to listen to it from like the perspective of if I didn't know this song and all the things that <sighs> we added to that. it, what would I think? And then you end up like psyching yourself out and you're like it's horrible <laughs> right yeah you're <laughs> like mind, if i was just it. a fan of this i would hate this <laughs> yeah. actually but uh, yeah i'm definitely um i need to evolve more and care to listen to music on better equipment you know because i feel like it it does it more justice um i listened to to some albums for the first time on those nice speakers and i was like I didn't know the bass line sounded like this. Um, I was going to ask you if it's if there's like different type of music you like listening in different types of ways, different types of spaces. I mean, I guess the reason why I get away a lot of times with like listening to it on just my, my phone speakers is because I'm listening to songs that are super bare instrumentally. Mm, right, right. So that makes sense. But then... Um, I don't know the the stuff that's like got you know if if let's say i'm in a snarky puppy mood you can't listen to that <laughs> right. on your phone yeah, exactly yeah yeah um, like the snarky puppy drop i know snarky puppy i saw them once Oh, how was that? I'm kind of jealous of that. Very cool. Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. But um, so I didn't just no drop that (laughs) one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, We're just like, 
<laughs> it's like, should we go down that rabbit hole or not? And I'm like, I won't go there. I won't okay, start talking okay. about Mark Lidditary. No, no, not today. But yeah, so I think it just depends on the the thing that I'm listening to. Now, if I my most preferred listening would be to see whatever band perform live. Live, yeah. You know, um, I, I want to always though. I've definitely mm. been to some live shows and like, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I would but, just go home and listen yeah. to the record. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like all the artists that I tend to like are like out of this world. That's like cool. good. Like, like they're probably better in right. person. I don't, I, I haven't had an experience yet. Okay. I lied. There's been one experience where I've actually gone to a concert and been like, ooh, <laughs> that kind of ruined it for me. But, yeah. You but, got a name drop and then Scott will edit it oh, out. Oh, okay. Scott, edit this out, okay? I, uh... <laughs> KJ and the Good Time family. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it was um, Imagine Dragons and... Okay. Um, oh, you could keep that in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So yeah. that was like me, me in high school. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this. Guy. And I, I didn't really even want to go to that concert. It's just a birthday present. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'll go. Um, but no, every other one person I've seen artist band been really good it's cool i would say you know as you're talking about that and i didn't really think about this but i think genre plays a, a huge uh a huge role in to how you're gonna listen to stuff though i yeah i think so i think so like your al- your albums specifically I-, I listen to it on my speakers and i feel like i like miss some things and i feel like it's because of what the genre is and then i put mm. in the headphones and it's then a I headphone feel like, album yeah I it's a headphone I mean, album for sure where like i had to listen to headphones to really connect with it and like feel what you were saying yeah Not that that's like a diss to you i could listen to my speakers no, and still feel but it but that makes yeah. sense i i definitely think well and there's like tiny small details that you would never it, that's exactly yeah, what it is it's just like the intimacy of think, the album i think it's like the piano thing you yeah. mentioned that and it's like i didn't really notice that till i put my headphones on. i had it on my speakers i was listening intently but something about that i didn't notice to like when i put my headphones on. i was like oh this this piano is a little bit different mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah things like that i think um i think anybody who's like a great uh a great vocalist like deserves headphones almost you know yeah well and i think too it's like everyone should i i really need to be better at this everyone deserves to be listened to on high quality speakers and to be listened to more than once i I, we already mentioned this but i think you know by the 10th time you can like you you figured out like all the hidden things that you know i'm i'm sure your artists spend so long like working on and putting in but it takes the the time of like knowing every single word in the song to get like oh my god they, yeah what, look what they did with the lyrics on that last time or whatever right. one example that you brought up that brought to my mind when you said that is a band called the beths from australia um their second album has um a pedal on it called the data corruptor by earthquaker devices mm-hmm. the only reason i found that out was they did like a video of like their um quarantine studio and mm-hmm. he's like we well, put this all over the album i'm like i've listened to the album i haven't heard it <laughs> and so i went back i'm like oh there it is like because just you know you listen a few times over and you didn't pick it up the first time mm-hmm. 
like that's that pedal like it's, it's super cool when you you get that little like when that song or album can feel fresh the 10th time through yeah because you're just picking things up i think so yeah i think uh one song that i was listening to recently God, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna bring up joni mitchell again but that's okay uh, come on yeah i was listening to uh people's parties in my headphones and there's like this synth in the intro and it's kind of like a heavy bassier synth all the people at this party they've got a lot of style they've got stamps of many countries they've got passports smiles some are friends Mm-hmm. But yeah, like listening on my speakers or my phone or whatever I was listening to it on, I had never heard it to just now. And I've listened to that album thousands of times. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I like, I like your, um, what should we call it? A motto? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> listen to, listen to the album multiple times, listen to it on good headphones or speakers for sure. Yeah. Do it justice. They put the time in, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, Oh, what about listening space though? Is there yeah. any? And that's kind of like a, whatever. That's but a hard there, thing. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, because you just listen to it's music like, all the, the time, beach, everywhere. You know, yeah, or but is it? You know, yeah. okay. Hmm. Well, if I'm listening with my headphones in, um, I very much enjoy um, <laughs> going on walks or runs. Like that's kind of been my thing recently, uh, and in the past year or so and so that's been a really fun time for me to to listen to music but um i think it's like the mixture of like nature (laughs) and it just like makes me feel just i don't know so much more present with the music i was taking a lot of walks at the beginning of covid as i think many people were and i would just like walk and walk and walk and then find a place to just like sit and stare at the sun and listen super intently to like whatever new album I had picked for that day. And it was like my me time, but it was also just like the one thing keeping me (laughs) together. And I don't know, I think space, space is just outdoors. Maybe that's maybe the better answer. Is there any song or album that you can think of like recently that just clicked with you that way? You're gonna think I'm weird for this. No, there is no. This is the no Come judgment on. zone. You, you don't. You well, don't know us. We're music we nerds. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I doubt you'll. Maybe you won't know who this okay, is. Okay. But um, so when I'm running, I've been listening to Orla Gartland. Um, she has a song called. Um, Can you say that name again? Orla Gartland. Okay. Cool. Gartland. Okay. She's a singer-songwriter out of. She's Irish, but she's out of London, um, and I like love her songwriting. She's super fun. Um, but she has this song called Zombie. You're not a bad guy, not a bad guy, but you do this all the damn time. You go quiet. And it's super fun to run to. Cool. And uh, she's putting out an album like next week. She's been giving little hints of it for like months now. And the perfect running song. Sweet. I mean, that is really like a uh, like third tier reason of doing this is just to like turn on to new music. No, so like I'm you, always you excited. You literally just put me on the so many where yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to have to go back and like check out all these artists. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but I mean, like it's really hard sometimes. You know to, a lot like, of music. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So like you, you got cool. me. You got me. I think you just went that. in a vein of stuff yeah, that I, I just didn't know. I, yeah. I definitely am in uh singer songwriter land <laughs> cool. that's that's yeah that's been the fun thing of bringing different people on and just um getting everybody's sort of 
little niches yeah. to share with. I think that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, like Scott said, I think that's really the point of this podcast. Like, I, I enjoy talking to all of you, but I really just want to know more music. Is it I'm just like, selfish? <laughs> I'm just, it's partly selfish. I'm just like, <laughs> what don't I know that other people know so I can get this information yeah, and cool. listen to it? Uh, I think, like, what you when you're talking about, like, being out in nature, there's a sort of, like, isolation that I think is there in a way. Yeah. Um, so that made me think of one of my favorite listening experiences is, like, right before bed. Mm-hmm. When I can um, just put a head, pair of headphones on and kind of, often I will fall asleep because <laughs> I'm just that way, um, and there's no like cut to the to the music at all. It's no. just because I'm exhausted. Yeah. But it is one of my favorite places. I'm just like laying there. I'm not like doing anything. I have a nice pair of headphones on. Um, I remember back. It, it must have been a time ago. I went on like Facebook or something and said, "Give me your favorite like must listen to headphone albums." And somebody suggested Neutral Milk Hotel's album, which I was sort of familiar with at, at the time, but hadn't really dove deep. But the song um, King of Carrot Flowers, it just comes in it. And like the way it's recorded, um, it's like sort of in stereo with the guitars, with his vocals. And it's like just, it's beautiful in terms of re- its recording. It just kind of made me sink into my bed that night. I'll never forget that experience. When you were young, you were the king of carrot flowers. Um, also, um, Tool's new album is, is quite a headphone album, and it's just very immersive. And I remember when that album came out, I was very excited for it and listened to it pretty much. I think I'll, I didn't fall asleep. I was just like, just in it. Mm-hmm. You fall asleep listening to Tool. <laughs> uh, you're like wasting time if you're falling asleep listening to Tool. That's to true. Me, I know? mean, I can fall asleep to like anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, give me the heaviest of heavy and like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do love being in bed listening to music for mm-hmm. sure. Nice, nice. What uh, about you? Uh, for me, uh, I would say definitely either headphones or either speakers, like monitor speakers. Uh, obviously, like we both collect a lot of vinyl, so like I love if I can get my hands on the vinyl copy, like that's what I want to listen to. And I swear, you know, it's just like you ever do the headphone into your vinyl or into your. Re- I've done you know, it a few times into my receiver. Yeah, sometimes I do headphones and receiver, but I just feel like strapped down. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like when I'm listening on the vinyl, I want that feeling of being like I'm you in want the, the middle room. of my room. Yeah, yeah and I and I can feel everything. Um, personally, you know, what's funny recently the way I've been listening to music a lot is when I'm putting my daughter down to sleep. Like she's. She's sleeping well now, but I have to hold her before I get her to sleep. Mm. And it's usually like a 30 to 45 minute process. So I usually put in my wireless headphones and I, uh, I've been listening to like a lot of Aretha Franklin, like uh-huh. I said, and just something about just like sitting in that rocking chair, right? She's falling asleep and I'm listening to Aretha in my headphones. It's just like, I feel like I'm getting the full quality and I'm usually in a dark room too. Um, so this is like a new experience for me over the past six months or so, you know, we're putting her down, but man, something about being in a dark room mm-hmm. with headphones on, listening to a great singer it like it, it just takes me there you know mm-hmm. until my daughter starts squirming around and i can't <laughs> <laughs> focus <laughs> well i think that goes back to there's some something like a sensory thing i mean mm-hmm. yeah certainly being like in bed or in a dark room but i think also being in nature mm-hmm. while nature is very busy it's also there's a certain amount of I don't know. It's hard to put a word on to, but I feel like you kind of remove yourself from. Yeah. But I feel like even like walking around like a neighborhood, it's like kind of repetitive that you can kind of get lost in the music at the same time. Yeah. Um, for some albums is letting it sort of 
envelop you whether you're having like friends over or you're sitting outside you know with somebody kind of you know playing a game or having a cocktail there's something about um i guess you'd call it like just at mood music yeah not atmospheric but mood music for sure um or for me if like i'm cleaning the house i'm fortunate to have like a house with like some speakers in the wall so i like i love putting like some like elo on i I love being at your house when like you have the vinyl player running and i i I haven't told you this but i kind of just go to every room just to hear it like i'll go in there just (laughs) to hear it i'll come in here every room's a little bit living room yeah Yeah. i'm just bouncing around yeah there's something cool there's there's certain music just sounds cool in 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 that when you have all the reflections off the wall Yeah. yeah I would say, uh, too, for, for, for me, like, you know, I said that how genre matters, but yeah, it's like interesting. Like sometimes if I listen to like hip hop in my headphones, I'm like, it's too much. Like I, I, mm. I got to put it on speakers, you know, and yeah. blast this because of, you know, just the bass or the kick or whatever, where it's almost like muffled. Well, you need like, to feel it like in your body almost for yeah, that one versus for real, like yeah. a yep. mind thing, you know, like it feels good to feel vibrations that's a good point yeah it's so crazy i watched um gosh what was that documentary i don't know what it was but they were talking about a a a drummer who was deaf and they were like how in the hell are you deaf and you're a drummer and he was talking about the vibrations like he just feels the vibrations of everything Mm -hmm. like he's like i don't even need to to like to hear what i'm saying i could literally feel what i'm playing Mm -hmm. and i'm just like that that's crazy. Now everyone really has to follow him, though. Right? Yeah, you for get real. <laughs> you gotta be tight. <laughs> like, uh, that could be a disaster real quick. For but. real, for real. <laughs> Go watch the sound of metal, and like you'll get an idea of what it is to be like a deaf musician. Do you see that flick? Uh-uh. Oh gosh, it's I don't think I've seen it either. either? No, oh. no, no. I think it's on like Amazon Prime. All right, it's a it's a musician who loses his hearing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, you told me about this yeah. one. Yeah, I really gotta check it's that out. It's worth seeing. That sounds interesting. It's a great film. Yeah, y'all know yeah. about Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. of course. Yeah. <laughs> He's the, the first one the to make that cool. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was it last time? I think it was uh, Elijah was giving us some sweet music history oh. and, and knowledge. We're just getting knowledge dropped on I know. us. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. I love That's it. That's good. I'm a ragtag musician. I'm like, I need, I need the I knowledge. Yeah. You want to bring it home? Bring it home. Let's bring it on home. Olivia, so I didn't tell you about this one. So at the end of every uh, episode, we always ask a guest, if your band was a type of blank, what would it be? So for you, it can be you can think your, your solo, solo project, project yeah. or August. Or you could do both. Or you could do both. Yeah. I think um, Chris? Chris. Chris is talking yeah, about Chris, his solo work. Chris talked about both. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if your band was a type of Olympic sport, Oh, which sport would you be timely yeah <laughs> and not not by the time people hear this the, the olympics will be way over oh, sure, but right sure. now it's timely okay if my band was an olympic sport oh my um, yeah, and, and give us some like supporting reasons okay can wait can we talk about some sports that are in the olympics yeah well we, we got you got a lot of you got fencing winter you, and summer if handball we're trying to go there. snowboarding skating skating uh javelin yeah, javelin shopper, hammer throw uh, what is it? Uh, What's like jump, the decathlon? The, the decathlon, yeah, where you do the uh, ten events, triple jump, yeah, the four hundred, uh, all, the all swimming. those tracks, four hundred meter, yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, you know, you got the weird volley, sport. Sand you know volleyball. what? You know what sport I saw that was very weird. I mean, I feel like everybody's making fun of it now. But speed walking. Oh my god, that's yeah. literally. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I just thought of my answer, and it was. <laughs> it's speed walking. Is that what yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Okay. okay, I have a reason. Okay, okay speed walking. Break it down. 
Is this so, August or solo project? This right, one's both. August. Okay. okay. I'll do right. August. All right. If August the band was an Olympic sport, we would be speedwalkers. Why, you ask? Because we are slow and steady, but we're going to win the race. We are persistent and uh, what's the word? Consistent. We're consistent. And I feel like that's, you know, we, we don't have to be sprinters. We, we get to our, our, our um, goals in time. Maybe a little slower than other people, but we get there. <laughs> and um, a certain amount of style too, right? Yeah. Style points yeah. for the win. We yeah. got some wiggles going on, uh, just like them. And Elbows are... <laughs> yeah. And um, I feel like we're a little bit quirky like them too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that. I, yeah. I feel like you definitely have to have some type of quirkiness as a, yeah. as a human being to like be doing speed walking is like, I need the gold for this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I've wanted to talk. I I don't see. I didn't see who won the speed walking event, but I would like to talk to that person because I'm sure they're interesting. Yeah. My question to that is like, how did did you just like enjoy like walking your dog well, at some point? And you're like, I could probably yeah, do, do something. Are with there this. like leagues for that? How do you get yeah, into like, that? Like, how do you train for this? And there was a bunch of them too. A, you know, technique yeah. for yeah. it. I mean, you're sort of gliding along the ground. Yeah. Mm, it's really interesting okay so what about your solo project okay solo project let me think about this one for a second um i'm pretty sure this is an olympic sport everything is so you probably can't go wrong um if me olivia vargas was an olympic sport um (laughs) (laughs) not even my music just me as a person (laughs) um no my music was an olympic sport it would be um uh ping pong Okay. Um, and the reason for that is it's um, understated but spicy. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it is got very spicy. It's got a uh, little hints of um, uh, aggression in it <laughs> sometimes. Um, and and um, but on the outside, you're like ping pong. Come on, how, how crazy does ping it's like pong? Seemingly get? simple. But yeah, it's difficult. but the amount of complexity but then involved. There's so much probably yeah. that's in it. Um, and. And they get so into it from what I've seen. Um, yeah, when they're like, sure. when they get foot off the table and they're, when they get a rally going and like the ball is like, yeah, like you're saying, coming off the table and they're still smacking it. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, that person is going to get that. That's in the corner. What? They got yeah. it? Like, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. So, so you got there and you I think did so. it with you, a lot of flair, I think. I don't know. It was no, a, I think ping pong is a great. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not see that coming. <laughs> no. I got to say, speed walking, maybe. I wasn't expecting it, but I was like, I could see that. You, but ping pong, you. Threw me off. With I that mean, one. like we said many episodes, all of our guests are doing such a good job with this. These tough questions. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm excited for season two because, like, hopefully people will hear the episodes and know it's coming. Or yeah, we'll have guests and they'll be like, "No, I never listened." <laughs> but I do, I do like the ping pong, even like the like the conversational part of ping pong, where you're like kind of you're going back and forth mm-hmm. with somebody. I think a lot of your music does that in a way. Um, oh, I like your metaphor better. <laughs> That's much. That's better. true. Though. I got you. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Pretend like I said that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll pitch my voice. Yeah. <laughs> you can put this on your band camp yeah. and quote it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Cool. Well, thanks for coming and doing this. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah. It's, it's so good, like I've said with all these guests, um, to meet somebody new that um, from a periphery I've just you know been aware of, um, but to get a better sense of who you are in your music. So yeah. that's awesome. And um, also just to add another level of variety to the people that we've had. Um, you're adding a little, another little corner of, of the musical world, 
which is awesome. I'm yeah, very happy to have definitely. it. It's a good, good, good uh, group of people that we had. Bonus episode coming next week with some special guests. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for next week. <laughs> I'll let you uh, gracefully take us out then since well, you're so good at it. This is the end of the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you next time. <laughs> Uh, KJ. <laughs> I like that ending. <laughs>